Man, oh man, you never know. You never know exactly what you're gonna get. We show up here, we know it's gonna be good. But I'll tell you something, maybe y'all feeling a little good that it's Friday night, is that what it is? Y'all made it through another week of work? Or maybe some of you are just off for the summer having a good time. You deserve to have a good time. You work all damn year. You wanted the best and you got it. The highest band in the land, Kiss! That's right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best, you got the best. I'm Matt Porter, and you are in the Kiss Room. This month, we will be featuring tracks from the latest edition of Music from the FAQ, a Kiss tribute album created by fans from the popular KISSFAQ.com website. We'll be talking to the producer of Music from the FAQ 6, Cameron Duty, and we'll be joined by some special guests right here in the Kiss Room, broadcasting live from Montgomery County Community College on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
You are in the Kiss Room, broadcasting live on Monco Radio. And joining us in the Kiss Room is Cameron Duty, producer of the latest album in the popular music from the Fact series. Cam, welcome to the Kiss Room. Hey, Matt. Thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. We're glad you could come on here with us. Um, really what we want to talk about, how did you get involved with music from the Fact? For listeners that aren't familiar, tell us about it. It's obviously it comes from Kiss FAQ or Kiss Fact. And how did you get involved with it? Right. Uh, see, Kiss FAQ is an amazing website. If you're a Kiss fan and you've not actually discovered the site, you know, I urge you to go look at it, you know, as well as I do. It's it's the most comprehensive site that there is. Not only is there a fantastic message board, but there's great, you know, insight to the band, uh, discography, uh, tour history. It's unbelievable. But one of the best parts is that this, this message board is full of incredible musicians. And, you know, in 2008, I guess they did the first version. Everybody just got the idea, why don't we just do some cover songs? We're all, you know, we're all in some way, you know, most of us are musicians, even if they're not, you know, we we review music, we enjoy music, we love Kiss tributes. So we just decided that, uh, you know, if you had any tracks you wanted to, to contribute, uh, go ahead and put them in a big jump file, uh, uploaded them to a URL link, and that was how the first music from the FAQ was born. That was in May, I believe, of 2008. I was on the first and second volumes. Uh, they they did two other volumes, putting them up to volume four, and then the fifth one, a guy uh, on the board got in contact with me about uh jamming doing some tracks and I thought, well you know what? Let's just see if anybody's interested in doing another music from the FAQ. It had been about two years. So we just started spreading the word. And when we did that, uh the the response was overwhelming. Uh, the fifth volume was released last April and then uh this upcoming project has been in the works uh throughout the holiday, you know, the beginning of the holiday season and then into January and, and February. So uh, it's just wonderful. I guess along the way, I kind of got the, the title of, of producing it as I took, I collected the tracks and tried to master them to the closest volume levels possible, coming from different sources. It's a little bit challenging, but it's uh, it's great. I think if you're a Kiss fan, you love this kind of stuff because because. You know, we're KISS fans. It's just KISS fans playing music for KISS fans. It's great. Yeah, see, I think that's probably the most interesting thing is it really is fans making the music for the fans. And I think that's like you hit it on the head, that KISS FAQ or KISS FAQ. I always say KISS FAQ. I don't know why uh, what people call it. But the uh, the nice thing about it is the fact that really – as just as far as news, come you know finding your Kiss news, they always have everything up to date. But that message board, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you you can get every kind of topic you can think of, and that's what really kind of surprised me was that there were so many people that are regular contributors to that message board that are also very talented musicians, and the fact that there were so many of them that you know contributed even to this latest one, like you said, it's like the sixth one, you know. So when you were when you put the word out. What was the original response from people about it, and, and how did you select the tracks? Well, you know what? Actually, it was really interesting, and it's, I kind of went by the same theme that the first couple of people who decided to uh, begin this project, that the theme that they went with. A guy named Adam Blackwell used to be uh, uh, known as Mr. Blackwell. Uh, he's not on the board too much anymore, but he was one of the important people who contributed to the project. I know there's others, and forgive me for not mentioning if, if they're listening. But uh, anyway, the first couple projects was... If you want to submit a couple tracks, go ahead, but we don't, you know, let's just not repeat, you know what I mean? Uh, so at first, though, there was kind of a a common thread about, you know, if Strutter, for example, was on the first track, or the first album, it's not going to be a track displayed on the second album. But there was so much time that had really 
that had really went between the fourth and the fifth project that it was just kind of we just wiped the slate clean and if somebody wanted to come in and do their own version you know that that was that was cool too and we haven't had any problems with any repeats really uh everybody's just kind of on the first come first serve basis they post you know what songs they want and then we go from there people some people want to do two or three tracks and that's fine i did one with a good friend named christian puget who's amazing a great vocalist and uh in a Kiss tribute band, by the way. But, uh, you know, but people, you know, you just... The great thing about it is that, you know, these are people who have nine-to-five jobs. You know, they work, they have schedules, you know, they have eight-hour days, you know, maybe longer, but they put the time into it. They have families, but they put the time into it to go into their, you know, their garage, their recording studio, whatever it is that they have, and they just, they jam out, and they put so much heart into this project. Uh we just have such a good time with it. And really, every track that's submitted, nobody gets turned down. And that's because it's supposed to be fun. We don't want it to feel like a competition or a race. And I think because of that, the product's even better. Well, you know, and you mentioned Strutter. Now, that was the track that you and Christian did on this. Tell us a little bit about that and how you created the, the cover version that you did. Well, you know, I actually had went about it. Uh, I had decided that I was going to do an acoustic version. I had originally decided to do a, a tempo, just a regular tempo from, let's say, you know, the live, the uh, Kiss Alive version from the LP. But then the more I started thinking, I'm like, you know, let's do something a little bit out of the box. So I started fiddling around with some guitar intros, some things like that. I decided I wanted it to be acoustic, but I wanted to have some percussion, so I added some drums. Uh, then it kind of took on this weird Latino type vibe. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I know you could hear it. There's almost kind of like a Spanish guitar intro to it. Not that it really meant to, it wasn't really meant to be that way, but it just happened. And uh, it's funny how you pick up different influences from uh, things that you listen to and you don't even realize it. But all of a sudden, I just came up with this really cool vibe, you know, a really good groove. And uh, I did the acoustic guitar, the bass, and the drums. My friend Christian, he is the lead vocalist in a Kiss tribute band out of Harlem, Kentucky, called Dress to Kill. I met him this past summer at a local fair that they performed at. It was incredible and we just got to be really good friends we had a lot of the same likes uh of course we like kiss but not only that um we like the same eras of the band a lot of the more obscure albums your unmasked your crazy nights we love them as much as you know some fans loved uh dress to kill or destroyer and uh you know we had a lot in common and then i just said you know man if you'd like to you know i'd love to have your vocals on this track and he said I would be I would be glad to do it. I'd be honored, he said, but uh, I don't really hear it as Paul, you know. He said, I don't really hear it as, as, much, as much in a way that Paul Stanley would sing it. He said, I have something totally different in my head. Can I run with it? I said, absolutely. And I was blown away when I got the finished track uh, because it just, everything, I think, it's my... It's my favorite recording of the four volumes that I've been a part of. We know, and it's fantastic. So why don't we check out the track that you did? Here's Cameron Duty, Christian Fugate doing Strutter here on the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
And that was Strutter here in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. We're here. We're talking with Cameron Duty, producer of the latest edition of Music from the Fact. Um, what were some of the other songs that really struck you when you first started getting some of these submissions? Uh, you know, really, uh, there, I believe there's 21 tracks on the album. They're all killer because they're all, you know, you have some artists who played it really close to the Kiss version. Some people did their own thing. Uh, some people just decided, you know, let's just throw everything at it but the kitchen sink and really put everything you could think of into their track. Uh, totally different, uh, different versions, different renditions of songs that we know and love. I really have to say that uh, some of the first ones that really struck me were, of course, for different reasons. A guy by the name of The Funnel actually did that, which he put such a groovy vibe to it. I can't explain it, but it, it was almost kind of like The Beatles meets Kiss. And I thought that was great. Or maybe The Rolling Stones with a little bit of an influence of Kiss. Uh, it was fantastic, but uh, he took a piano ballad in Beth and made it a classic rocker, not too heavy, not too light, and I think it was fantastic. That was actually one of the ones that struck me, too. It's a rocker, and we're so used to hearing it as, you know, the the kind of string and ballad piano version of Peter Chris. That one really struck me because of that change. Some of them, like you said, they stick very close to the original, while other ones really kind of took and put a different stamp, and I think, to me especially like usually with these kind of things, the things I gravitate to that the version of smoke, because Mm -hmm. obviously that's not something we're as familiar with because kiss never really even released it. That's a demo. Obviously that's, that's floated around via, you know, tape collectors and everything from that's a 1975 demo, I think. And uh, I I really like that. And we're going to put, we're going to say here, that was David Scott King um, did smoke or some people call it. It's, it ain't the smoke. I guess there's, Depending on which bootleg you have, it's got a different name. But the uh, that's the kind of stuff I really like when you get those that are you know that you've only ever heard kind of as as demos and things like that, and they really realize it. So why don't we take a listen to that? This is Smoke, and this is the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
Okay, and that was Smoke. You're listening to The Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. I'm with Cameron Duty. Uh, Cam, that was pretty incredible. I, I think that's really one of my favorite tracks. I, I enjoy that. I like how unique that was. I mean, that was something that I, I wouldn't have thought about doing. Um, you know, a Kiss demo that's really that doesn't really circulate, uh, uh, you know, as far as just your general, you know, Kiss fan go, you know. Uh, it's really kind of a diehard uh, piece right there. And it's great, and I know a lot of Die Hard Kiss fans are going to love that. Uh, another one that I liked really well uh, was uh, Little Caesar. Um, I thought that was an amazing track. So when everybody can uh, get their hands on this album, um, I think they need to check that out. One of the reasons I think that is so cool is because very, uh, you know, Eric Carter didn't have much of an opportunity to make a contribution vocal-wise in Kiss. And I thought it was really cool that somebody was actually um, giving giving that time, you know, uh, putting that time into recording that song and going back and, and really doing it. Uh, I believe it was Skull Jam 9, and I may be uh, a little off, and forgive me if I am, but that was his username, and uh, he was mentioning to me about his love of Eric Carr, how much, you know, he enjoyed his drumming and what a tribute that was and how much it meant to him to be able to put that song that he had recorded uh, on an album. I think it turned out real well. There's so many good ones, you know? Well, you know, it's funny because, like you said, that's his username on the Kiss Fact board. Some of them use their real name, but a lot of them are their Kiss Fact names, so you really don't know who it is necessarily. And You know, some of them have band names, like you said, like Skull Jam 9 or Alive 2000, you know, things like that, that uh, you kind of, you know, it's Shandy777, you know, really good kind of board usernames, but the, uh, you know, not necessarily their own name, or so maybe uh, they all ought to post their real name, give themselves some credit um with that in mind where where can kiss fans find these tracks i know you're going to put out the whole album we're premiering a lot of the tracks today when the fans want to download them where do they find them you can go to www.musicfromthefaq.com um it's an it's a great site uh all the previous five volumes are up as well this one's going to be available march the 18th uh, if everything goes as planned, we're going to have it updated. Uh, it's going to be uploaded to the server, and we're going to have that. It's a free demo, and let me just mention that. This is just for fun. Uh, no profits being made off this. This is just a good time, a good little album for everybody to listen to. We love it. We're real proud of it. And on March 18th, I believe that a lot of people are really going to be as well. Uh, I think it's going to make Kiss fans proud. I think we've did a, a really good job, so, uh, so go check it out, everybody. So if you're listening live to us here on Friday in the Kiss Room, then you know you have to wait till I guess that's Monday. But if you're listening mm-hmm. to it on a download, it might already be up, so you can go and get these. Since we have you on the line and we're talking about Kiss, like when did you discover Kiss and how did you get into them? Well, it was really interesting. I actually, um, they've been around my life for as long as I can remember. I know that sounds funny, but they've been a part in some way uh, as a kid. Uh, going into record stores. I love all kinds of music. And uh, I remember seeing the cover and just being being young. And, and at first it spooked me. I won't lie. You know, if you see Gene Simmons you're at the age of six, you're going to be a little bit terrified. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was a, it was really an opener, and I never forgot that image. The older I got, my dad mentioned that he used to have some Kiss records. And then I started hearing a couple songs on the radio, some commercials on television, uh, around the time of the farewell tour, actually. And then... It was kind of one of those things, like, I I knew of them, I knew they existed, but it wasn't until about 2004 that I really got, you know, the full-blown Kiss stereo, and that was uh, around the time that I got my first album, Kiss Gold, 
it was a great two disc compilation set. Really, I think one of the best that you could you could offer, or that you have to that's out there that's offered to a Kiss fan. If you want a good definitive collection of seventy uh, seventy three to about nineteen eighty two, I thought that was great. Um, anyway, I love that track. Uh, I love I love I, I was made for loving you. That was one of my favorite standout tracks. But I'm since you know. I love all the songs. Honestly, I really can't say. There's some I like more than others, but I enjoy all eras of Kiss. And then from there on, uh, I started studying about all the eras, the Kulik lineups, the singer Eric Singer lineups, uh, Eric Carr, Vinnie Vincent, you know. And uh, I, I remember watching Rock the Nation as being one of the first times I really got to watch a live Kiss visual and not just a music video. And, uh, or excuse me, VH1 Rock Honors, I apologize. And that it blew me away, and from then on, I was just you know this is this is my rock band. You know, and you figure that they've been doing it forty years; they're celebrating forty years of Kiss. And I mean, with that, a lot of the things you mentioned, I mean, it's all cool things that recently, when you think about it, most bands don't make it four years. Here's a band celebrating forty years, so we're certainly happy about that. So, really, for every fan out there, you know, you have all the albums, you have everything. Now, you want something more? There's music from the Fact Volume Six available now. Check it out. If you go to kissfact.com, that's kissfaq.com, you can find out more information, get on the message board, read all your KISS news. It's a fantastic site. I really would also want to thank Tim over there who has been uh, kind enough to put the link to our show every month as a news item. I really do appreciate that, and hopefully people are listening. So anything else you want to say before we uh, play another song? Well, I just I just really hope everybody enjoys it. Um, you can hear the heart and the soul that these uh, musicians put into it. But we had a good time. Just a lot of uh, conversations and, and messaging and stuff went on between the band members, just talking about their products, or their products, excuse me, their projects. I sound like I'm Gene Simmons trying to plug a, a roller coaster or something. But... Uh, Anyway, uh, you know, we were just talking about our projects, what was going on, the completion, you know, where we finished, you know, how's the mixing process going. We just had a good time, um, and we really enjoy one another's contribution. Uh, like I said, as KISS fans, uh, it's something new, it's something different. Uh, hopefully it'll be a nice little project between maybe, who knows, Monster Volume 2, maybe KISS will come out with something a little bit later on, maybe something to celebrate the 40th anniversary. But if you want something, a fresh take on KISS, then I think this is the album for you. And it's free. I mean, come on, check it out, right? It sounds perfect. It's something new, something different, something free. Who can argue with that? We're going to play another track. Cam, thanks for joining us. You're listening to The Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
That's right, Kiss Room. We're back. Joining me in the studio now, we have Chris Giordano. Woo! How you doing, Kiss Room, people? Now, for everybody who just blew their speakers and or their ears, thanks for being here, Chris. Also joining us again, you heard him back in, I think, our September show. We have Eric Tato Rocks Car. He's an Eric Carr tribute artist. You can find him at etrcthefox.com. Eric Tato Rocks Car, welcome back to the Kiss Room. I, I don't know how you can follow such such an intro like that up, but I'm here. I'm ready to go. Rock and roll. We know, and we want to thank Cam for calling in. Cameron Duty producing the latest Kiss music from the FAC, um, Kiss tribute CD. And, of course, uh, we heard a couple tracks off that. The last one that you just heard was Let Me Know was Heart of Chrome, and Carlos did that. Now, I, it's funny. When I, when I was just talking to Cam on the phone, I said, uh, you know, a lot of these people we only know as their username on the board. You know, like, so Heart of Chrome. Who is Heart of Chrome? Is he a man of mystery? It's almost the way that, you know, you can almost have that mis- mysterious uh, persona like, like Kiss did in the 70s, you're only known as your username. <laughs> He's never seen without his username. All these, all these tracks are great, so we're going to listen to a lot of the tracks from Music from the Fact. Also, on the phone, the podfather himself, Ken Mills. Are you there? I am here. <laughs> Sounding a little sick. I'm, I'm, a, I'm actually a lot of sick, and anyone that knows me at the time, I'm a very sick individual. But, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, you're speaking about Kiss. I'm actually wearing my sunglasses and my uh, handkerchief around, around my face. So. He sounds a little like Gene today. So this, but that's not the first time. So this would be great, though. Do an uh, impersonation of Gene when Gene is sick. Yeah. Oh, so then it would be like me imitating Gene with a cold. Right. With a cold. With oh, okay. a cold. All right, well, I'm probably even more nasally than ever, so there you go. <laughs> okay, so what this we're talking... Gene Simmons making believe he's a disc jockey. <laughs> what we're going to talk about a little bit are, you know, obviously tributes. The Kiss Fact, Music from the Fact, is a tribute to Kiss, all fan-generated. Um, if you go to musicfromthefact.com, all the tracks will be available for download. Like Cameron said in, when I just talked to him, on Monday. Now we're going to play a couple tracks here today, but we're also talking about tributes. Now in the studio, obviously, Tato Rocks Car, Chris G, both have been in Kiss tribute bands. Let's talk a little bit, a bit about this now. Eric Tato Rocks Car. I know you have some events coming up. Tell us about that. Well, we do. Um, first off, is the Kiss Store on April twentieth, I believe, in Edison, New Jersey, at the Convention Center. Now, don't get this mistaken it is not an expo. This See, is, no, that's what happened to me. Yeah, I thought is that the New Jersey kids? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, he's like, no, 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 no. Go ahead. We actually had to call the EMTs in for Matt Porter, <laughs> you know. But no, it is not a Kiss Expo. This is where you go uh, for everybody that might be looking for that one piece of Kiss memorabilia. Uh, come down. I think it's from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. at uh, the New Jersey Convention Center, Edison, New Jersey. And, uh, you know, just have a rock and roll kiss time. Um, in June, this, this is a pretty big one. Uh, June 29th, there is a uh, small tribute going to be paid to Eric Carr in Chester, New York. And the event is called Drum Wars, being put on by Carmine and Vinny Apiece. And we all know who Carmine and Vinny are. Absolutely. Um, so they're going to be doing a, a small little tribute. While Just make sure you call Vinny Apice when Apice. you see him, because you know they got that difference in the name. 
Carmine and Vinny, if you're listening, forgive. No, Carmine <laughs> Apice and Vinny Apice. It's crazy. Yeah, just, you know, don't worry about it. They'll know who you're calling when you, when, you, when you say hello. I would just say sir. 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 Thank yeah, you. That Thank works. You. Yeah. But um, they're going to be doing a drum, th- uh, drum war thing. And uh, within that, they're going to be doing a little tribute to Eric Carr. Um, and, of course, I'm going to be there doing my thing, full get up. Just like I am today. If you could see it again, if we had a camera, he is in the full Eric Carr makeup and outfit here. In the, but it's radio. I always tell him, you know, uh, it's radio. But uh, if you go on the uh, thekissroom.com, you can see a couple of pictures. Also, like I said, it's etrcthefox.com. You can see pictures of him in the full outfit and makeup as a tribute to Eric Carr. But this Plus, is... he's a powerful and attractive man. <laughs> Thank you. A powerful and attractive man. And even taller, like all of Kiss, in these platform heels, if you could just see them. I know, but my feet are killing me right now. Come on. You, you can't buy those at Payless. <laughs> no, but I'll sell you mine for cheap. Yeah. So they uh, autographed? Of yeah, course. Yeah, but I, I got to charge you like 500 bucks, you know? I could probably double that price for you. Okay, there you go. See, this guy's like Gene. It is Gene. Gene Mills. Yeah. The Podfather. <laughs> So that's what, that's what we got going on in uh, June. And then July, now this is the big one. This is what I've been raving about on Facebook. This is oh, a big announcement. The big announcement. There you go. <laughs> that was Matt Carr on drums. <laughs> Matt Carr on the drums! There you Woo! go. Um, July 13th. There is a little thing being held in Atlanta, Georgia, called Night of the Fox Concert. And uh, we're going to be going down there with EricCar.com. And I'm going to return to the drum seat for two songs, one night, one night only. And uh, we're going to be drumming to I Love It Loud and War Machine, two Eric Carr classics off that famous album, Creatures of the Night. That's a great event. I was actually at the first one that they did last year, Night of the Fox. Uh, it was last July. I went down and, and jammed with the bands, and we sang. I sang like all the, uh, many of the Paul Stanley songs from the Eric Carr era, and it was, it was a great time. Good tribute. Yeah, so I, that should be a good event. Yeah, so uh, I, I, you know, we're looking forward to that. I personally would love to help out. As bad as I drum, they would actually probably be able to raise money to get me not to play. So we, you could do a special tribute to Peter Chris where it's called Cats in a Box. And you're just going to hit everything and it's going to sound like a cat in a box. That would be pretty good, Ken. So, <laughs> so that, that would be perfect. Now, now, so something like that. We'll talk about that as it gets closer. Maybe we can even get some of the people that are participating in that to call into the, uh, into the Kiss That's Room. The or that would be a podcast coming up. Um, all kind of things. I mean, those kind of things are so much fun. And it's really what we're talking about is how KISS fans are also very creative. I mean, the fact that they will do these benefit concerts, everybody can get in there, play, and then record things like this on the KISS FAC. Now, it's the kind of thing where music from the FAC is also, if you know from today, now the release date for their CD is Monday. They're talking about putting it out on Monday. But if you're listening to us live, and I know that there's millions and millions are tuned in. The other thing in history, today's a big day. If you're with us live here on Friday... Because March 15th, oh, yeah. which we are today, is the anniversary of the release of Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Happy so birthday, 19- Destroyer. So, okay, happy can Gene can Jean sing Happy Birthday to Destroyer? Happy birthday, Destroyer. <laughs> happy birthday, Destroyer. Happy birthday to you. 
There you go. See, now that's now we owe whoever owns that copyright for that song. And so what I want to do in really... Many people know it as Destroyer! <laughs> in an anniversary salute to Destroyer, but also talking about uh, the, uh, the Kiss Fact tribute, we had a couple songs from the uh, Music from the Fact 6, which, like I said, will be available on Monday on musicfromthefact.com. They had, we have Detroit Rock City from Ron Albanese and the Polka Dot Pals. And that was also requested wow. um, by Chester Ferguson and my buddy Sean Rocks. Both said, can we hear something off of Destroyer? So we're celebrating the anniversary of Destroyer. We're going to listen to this off music from the fact. Here's Detroit Rock City by Ron Albanese and the Polka Dot Pals. In the Kiss Room wow. on Monco Radio where music and minds meet.
crawfish. Now, we would love to know the crawfish reference. I'm not really sure what that was about, but the uh, there's probably some kind of inside, uh, you know. They tried, they tried to get me to eat crawfish in Houston when I was down there. Here, bring up Chris's mic. Can you, can you, He's gonna hear me, people. There we go. They tried to get me to eat crawfish when I was in Houston a couple uh, years ago, but I never actually did. When I was down in Houston, Houston, they wanted me to have crawfish, but I never got to uh, actually have it. <laughs> I, I don't regret that I didn't try it. <laughs> You're not missing anything. So right. that's something we were we were talking about this a little bit before we came on the air. Was you know both of them have been in tributes that have been all across the country, really playing Kiss. You know, and uh, you get to meet a lot of interesting people. Um, you know, Chris was talking a lot about that. Everybody that he met in one part of the world. Greensboro, had, North Carolina. Everybody they, had an animal name. <laughs> it was like Bear was on the phone with Snake. Is going to call Rooster. Is going to call <laughs> Moose. And it's you know, everybody was coming. The, the zoo was coming to the show that night. <laughs> it was literally like a zoo. Bunch of crazy animals, right? Chris? Bunch of animals. Uh, there you go. Now, Ken, we have you on the line. And I yes, know sir. today... Uh, the new latest episode of the podcast is up. Tell us what's on. Um, well, sadly, you didn't make this one, but you're you're still part of the family, and we love you and all that stuff. <laughs> no, wait but, a minute. That's uh, what they used to say about Peter when he quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's a difference. This is true. So anyway, um, but uh, no, it's it's pretty much us talking about the implications of Kiss turning 40 and what that means to us as a fan. And the most important part of the show, you know, you talk about people doing things for the community, is that Mitch LaFont, who, who does another Kiss podcast, uh, Three Sides of the Coin, is trying to, to raise some money to uh, fight cancer and, and, and help a hospice out in uh, Canada. So we're going to be talking about that on the show. So you know that's you know going back to the music from the fact or, or 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 what these two guys are doing that are in the studio. It's I love the fact that Kiss fans are so proactive and and we're actually doing something. You know what? I actually had written that down um, that Mitch was looking to uh, you know get his Kiss tribute album, and I had a bunch of notes written on it. I mean, obviously anybody three three sides of the coin. Those guys are on fire. Oh, Very absolutely. popular podcast. Um, so probably anybody that's listening to us already knows they know what he's doing because, you know, um, they have probably more people listening than we do. But, hey, they're good. But the uh, it's the kind of thing where he's just raising this, you know, to do this this project. So um, search that out. I believe it's called World with Heroes. Yes, World um, with Heroes. So do, and, and there's going to be a lot of amazing musicians on the album, and it's, it's going to be very cool. Now, I'm sorry I didn't hear your question. I said, do you, do you know the website address if people wanted to buy it or pre-order it or, or contribute? What was the website? I, I was just sending people to their Facebook page. Um, I know he had posted some info on there. I'll tell you what, while we're talking, I'm going to find it. And we will continue to talk until we find it. So are you on your computer internet machine? Yes, I'm on my internet typewriter, as Gene would say. <laughs> um, actually, uh, it's www.pledgemusic.com forward slash projects forward slash Kiss 40th Tribute, A World Without Heroes. But if you do a search for A World with Heroes and, and Mitch LaFont, you'll find out anything you need to know. But we, we also put the show notes up, you know, when, when we put this show up and when we put the – I'll go back and add it to the podcast 67 feed. Great, yeah. By the way, when we were on break, I, I came up with probably the worst joke I'll come up with for tonight. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, what would you call Gene with a cold? Gene with a cold. No, cold gene. <laughs> cold gene. <laughs> 
<laughs> Only a Kiss fan. Only a Kiss fan could laugh at that. That's, that's, now that's why you're the pod father. That's pretty yeah, genius. That's why I'll probably be out of work before too long. But uh, you know, it's sad because a lot of times I'd love to be on this show with you all. Every, basically, anytime you fire up the Kiss room, I'd love to be a big part of it. But I usually am stuck working. You know, nine to five. Cue the another Chris. You should jump on that. Oh. Well, we work all day and yeah. we don't know why. <laughs> and and I, really, I as he started doing that, the funny thing, all these girls just came walking <laughs> up in their stripper outfits. Oh, let me hear you. So it's, wow, it's I really want to be there now. The girls in stripper outfits. The girls are here. Take it off. Now, look, it's, <laughs> it's radio. You can imagine whatever you want. Oh, that's right. Well, <laughs> yes. There you go. So anyway, this is called Gene. But... Uh, yeah, so uh, you guys just keep doing what you're doing, and Matt, it, it's it's really great to play hooky with a Wookiee. You know, you're you're our favorite Wookiee, and we love you. So, well, you know, it's I, it's funny I, because I, I I encourage everyone to play hooky with the Wookiee every chance they can get. You know, it's funny because the whole model of broadcasting really has changed so much. I mean, we're live, and we're live once a month, and we go three to five, and we get a lot of people that tune in, obviously live. But really, the bulk of it comes from downloading. People download it later, and they take it take us with them. And I love it when people will comment that you know they're driving home from work or they're on the train or whatever, and they're listening to us, and it helps them on their commute. And there's so many really good podcasts right now. I mean, it seems like there's just a bunch. I mean, obviously, we mentioned Three Sides of the Coin. You know, mm-hmm. those guys are started up, and they're, they're putting out some great stuff. But, I mean, oh, like, absolutely. of course, the podcast continues to be one of the great ones. Of Seven course, Cassius. Now. now, I think you're probably the longest-running podcast, or, or I should say KISS podcast, the podcast. Well, my wife would say I'm probably the most, uh, you know, the one with the, mo- the, the mouth that ran the most, so... You know. The mouth that ran the most. I like yeah, that. There you go. And you know, you I'm, have obviously in, strange ways and generations of Kiss. And there's, uh, you know, the Chris History Science Theater. History Science Theater, of course. And Chris Zinzak, they just did that GPS special where all the kind of Kiss locations, fantastic stuff. And again, we're Amazing all we're talking stuff. about all these tributes. Um, you know, and that's and, and obviously the one that Mitch is doing with his um, own tribute. So just fantastic stuff, and that's really what we're saluting. And like I said, we're also saluting the anniversary of Destroyer. So let's check another track off Music from the Fact 6. This is one of my favorite tracks on the album, one of my favorite Kiss tracks, God of Thunder in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
That's right, Kiss Army. We're back here in the Kiss Room. Uh, Ken, are you still on the line? I am still here. You can't get rid of me that easily. <laughs> well, guess what? We're going to wrap up this because we're going to go into our 4 o'clock hour. I want to thank you for calling in, Ken. Obviously, Podkiss is the one that kind of started it all for podcasting about Kiss. So uh, everybody's a fan of that. Now, I do have, coming up later in the show, if you stay tuned, I do have a special tribute to the Podkiss, which I wasn't going to reveal. But now that's oh, my teaser wow. into the into the 4 o'clock hour. Now, but, uh, now I have to keep listening. Now you can't tune away. That's it's, it's right. You just can't tune away. Chris, By I know way, you... Oh, go uh, ahead. I want to go on tour with Chris. Just <laughs> yeah. Soon. As the Voices of Kiss tour. <laughs> Let's do it, man. And, and we won't actually sing or perform. We'll just do all the various stuff from interviews that they've done since 1970. There you go. Be- being, being on tour is like being at a buffet. It's all <laughs> exactly. spread out in front of you, but you don't always eat all of it. <laughs> and we I'm going to use that in the next interview. We want to be there. It's a buffet and I will eat you. Chris, I love you, man. Love you too, man. See you soon. <laughs> When, when I first started seeing your clips, I thought you were the biggest goof on the planet. <laughs> I, apparently, a lot of people do. Saying this out of love, so I started sharing your clips, man. Yeah, everybody was like, "I needed that." I got a fo- <laughs> I got a following in Australia thanks to you. Isn't well, it amazing? Hello, Australia! Well, if the, you're listening, the best the best is the Monday morning wakey 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 wakey. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway, man, I want to tell you I love you, and I just really appreciate you, and you make me smile. And awesome, and, thank and you. If, and, and, if, and if Cold Gene can ever do something <laughs> with uh, Cold Paul, you know, maybe we can do something. Awesome. I, yeah, I'm always around, man. Give me a call. <laughs> Well, Cold Cold Gene, thanks for calling in. Ken Mills, the Pod Father, we appreciate it. We're gonna go into our four o'clock. Go, go, go. Okay, one last thing. The, the Kiss Room on the podcast feed, it'll be there later today. If you like what you heard and you want to hear it again, it'll be on the podcast feed. And we love having you be part of the podcast family. Woohoo! Thanks, Ken. All right. We're going to our 4 o'clock break here with because we're going to come up. We're going to talk to the Peter Chris from Mr. Speed, the world's greatest Kiss tribute band. Andrew Scambati will be calling in, and we're going to lead in with a track Hi, from Kiss, Me, Kiss uh, Fact Number 6, Music from the Fact, with their version of Mr. Speed. This is, let's see, who's doing this? Sean, Sean Fox. Fox. I know Sean. Okay, so let's hit the track. And we're going to go into 4 o'clock. Here it is. Mr. In the, Speed! In the Kiss Room on Motco Radio, where music and minds meet.
That's right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best. You got the best. I'm Matt Porter. It's 4 o'clock here on Friday, the 15th of March. Beware the Ides of March. But hey, we're in the Kiss Room. And if you're listening to us on the download, maybe it's St. Patrick's Day, my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, Amy. (gasps) Whenever you're listening, it's a good time for some Kiss. Of course, joining us in the studio, we've been talking to Eric Tato Rock's car. Yo. And Chris, the star child, Giordano. Hello. And uh, I want to say hello to all the people out there, especially we got some new listeners out there, you know, Matt? And one of them is up in Milton, Ontario, Canada, and her name is Candy Rosenboom. She's actually a stage actress in an Alice Cooper tribute band called the Eyes of Alice. And uh, I've seen some pictures. They look really good. And uh, you can check them out, eyesofalice.com. And I got you in there, Candy. Hello. And hello to all the Chris Army out there. The Chris G Army, Lydia Bones, all you good people, Rich, Sean. I'll talk to you all later. See you soon. And joining us on the phone from Ohio, I believe, Andrew Scambatti. I know Andrew. Peter Chris. From Mr. Speed, the world's greatest Kiss tribute band. Andrew, are you there? Hello. Andrew, are you there? Uh-oh. Hello. Oh, I go way back oh wait, there he is well. now. There okay, he wait, now you got to start over because, see, he didn't punch you in live. Ready? So, okay, so start right. Can you hear me now? Ready? I'm going to do that again. Ready? Here he is, Peter Chris from Mr. Speed, Andrew Scambetti. Woo! Hey, everybody. <laughs> Good to be here. Um, I know Chris real well. Chris and I go way back. I used to live in, in Jersey, and... Uh, you know, so Chris and I know each other really well. Yeah, way back. We, we even went to the, uh, we were at the first Kissology signing together. We were on Gene Simmons' Family Jewels for two seconds. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> together in Times Square that. in our costumes. If you watch the uh, the second season promo, there's a bunch of clowns in makeup yelling rock and roll. That's, That's us. all of us. Yeah. Myself <laughs> and uh, a couple other guys. I think Randy, who plays in Cold Gin now. Right. And a couple other guys. But uh, yeah, we did that. It was a lot of fun. Long Absolutely. day in those booths, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. So you're you're in Ohio now with Mr. Speed, right? Yeah, I live in Cleveland, Ohio. I moved here uh, because of Mr. Speed. Uh, I met them when I used to work at the Kiss Coffee House down in Myrtle Beach. Um, you know, I met them because I was the entertainment coordinator for the anniversary party that year. And the band that I put together, just a throw-together band, opened up for Mr. Speed. And um, after my band played and I watched Mr. Speed, you know, Rich and I got to talking and he wanted me to fill in with Mr. Speed at one show. And it, once I filled in, it was like, Oh, well maybe you should, you know, come out to Ohio and join this band. And I guess the rest is, uh, the rest is history, as you would say. You know, now obviously when we introduce you, we, we mentioned Mr. Speed, the world's greatest tribute band. Now there's a lot of people in tribute bands right now, gritting their teeth going, why is he saying that? Tell us why we're saying that. Well, for those of you that don't know, uh, Mr. Speed won the World's Best History Band Contest that KISS put on last year to promote the grand opening of their Monster Mini Golf Course out in Las Vegas. Uh, what KISS did, they made a post on their website looking for the World's Best KISS Tribute Band. Over 200 bands entered, 
KISS, their management, and several other people, they narrowed it down to 20. The fans voted for the top 20. From that top 20, they picked four. Uh, Mr. Speed was chosen, as well as KISS Forever Band from Budapest, Hungary, Rock and Roll Over from Dallas, Texas, and Kisteria, not the one from Philadelphia, but the one from, uh, one from Australia. The imposters! The, yeah. So the, the four of us, we all went out to Vegas on our own dime. We went out to Vegas. Uh, we faced off on a stage the size of a postage stamp. We, uh, we, we gave it our all. And um, after a very, very long day, Tommy Thayer and several members of Kiss's management and Monster Mini Golf, they crowned Mr. Speed the world's best Kiss tribute band. So... It's it's something that's cool. I know there's a lot of people out there who are saying, well, they're not the best. They don't do this. They don't do that. But, you know, when it came time to, you know, put up or shut up and whatever you want to say about Tommy Thayer, good or bad, he is the guy right now. And he tipped the hat to Mr. Speed. So, you know, it, it's a it's a great, great, great thing. Well, you know, that whole contest was so fantastic because so many of the bands, everybody was submitting via, like, YouTube, and you got to yeah. discover all these things. And the fun thing was really to, to be able to connect and see what people are doing all over the world. Like, that's, I think, really the best part about what's going on now with tribute bands or, or people doing, you know, podcasts or fanzines, things like that. The fact that you really can have a worldwide audience. And to be able to see a band, like you said, in Budapest, who is doing Kiss, I mean, that's fantastic. And, it's, it's, again, I think it goes back to, as every celebrating the 40th anniversary of KISS. KISS has been so universal. You know, you do see these kind of things where you're literally meeting people from all over the planet who all share that love of KISS. And that had to be pretty exciting for you, being there with all those other bands. It, it was great. And unfortunately, a lot of people, they, they do lose sight of what this is all about. It's about having a good time and celebrating your love for KISS. You know, people, they either lose sight of it because of greed over money or they lose sight of it because they want their ego stroked. But let me tell you, when all four of those bands sat there in that one room, um, there was no egos. We were all there. We were high-fiving. We were giving each other pounds all day, telling us, you know, hey, you did this great or you did that great and you look great here. You know, there was nothing. We were all there because we all love Kiss. And um, I, I've never, I've never ever experienced that before. Four bands in a room, and there was, there was not a, a crossword said between any of them. That's great. You know, and it really is. It's one of those things where, like, I just as kind of a, I couldn't make it out to Las Vegas. Obviously, you talk about going out on your own dime. That's about what I have in my pocket to dime. But the, uh, you know, it's the kind of thing where just via YouTube and things like that to be able to see that. Now, what were some of the things? What were kind of the best experience and the worst experiences of that trip? The, um, well, definitely the, the highlight and the best was, I guess, winning. I guess the worst of that trip, and this really isn't the worst. This is just me kind of being a prima donna and being, like, nitpicky. Um, basically, the night before the contest, we met with the people of Monster Minigolf. We met up with all the other bands. And um, the woman who was running everything, her name is Christina, um, she basically said the call for tomorrow is, I think, was 9 a.m., and they wanted to take us in a big stretch limo to the Las Vegas sign and do, like, a mock-up photo shoot, you know, in front of the Las Vegas sign. So Chris will be able to, uh, to side with me on this because, you know, unfortunately, it takes quite a little bit of time to put the makeup on. Oh, that's crazy. Right. You know, if, they, if they would tell me that I had to be up and, like, you know, basically you have to have at least two hours. So yeah, you, you figure you got to get up around... At the earliest, I mean, or the latest we'd have to get up is like six. You figure you got to shave, you got to take a shower, and then by you gotta seven eat. you got to be slapping makeup on seven a.m. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. that's so, crazy. 
so you're in Las Vegas, and you know I, I'm a young guy, so of course I was taking in the sights and the sounds of Las Vegas. I was also, um, you know, hanging out with the other guys in Kiss Forever band, who I ended up striking up a great friendship with. They're they're still great guys who I talk to to this day. Um, so I'm getting up, and, and my face is basically dripping off of my skull, and I'm trying to put this makeup on, and we're all like eating the same bagel, and it's just, it, it, I mean. Wow. It was so funny because you, when you think of, of a rock band, you think of out partying late, and this was the complete opposite. We're up early putting makeup on our faces, trying to get everything working because... <laughs> yeah, I feel bad know, for Kiss when Kiss does like, does like Good Morning America, and, and, and they're on at like 7 a.m. in full makeup. I mean, it's like, why are you doing that to yourself? You know? <laughs> yeah, it, it Is it that important to be on Good Morning America? Really? Yeah, that's so... So that was the only, the only, that was the only bad thing about the trip. I, I mean, we all had a great time, and even when we went back, it was great. Um, it was great to be a part of something like that. It was great to be recognized, and um, it's also great to, you know, be known by Kiss. Um, you know, I've had the pleasure of meeting Kiss several times. Uh, a bunch of friends of mine uh, allowed me access to get close to the band, and um, it, it's really, it, it's something that. Being a 10-year-old kid looking at the album cover, I never would have thought that I'd be standing there and Gene Simmons would be calling me Paul McCartney or, you know, that Eric Singer would reply to an email of mine or, you know, Tommy Thayer would walk up and be like, hey, Andrew, what's going on? You know, things, things like that I never dreamed of ever happening. And um, it's, it, it's all good. It really is all good. So when did you first discover Kiss? How old were you? And, and really, what was your journey from fan to Peter Chris and Mr. Speed? Well, I discovered Kiss when I was three years old. I was watching Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. And at that time, you know, I was three years old. I didn't know music. I didn't know anything. I just knew that I loved comic books. And I'm watching this movie that was like a life-size, it was like a life, like a real-life comic book. And then I found the Kiss comic book. And then, you know, I, I found the Kiss toys. I mean, I have an older sister who was into all this stuff in the 70s. So I kind of inherited most of her stuff. So at three years old, I liked Kiss before I even knew they were music. Um, so then after that, uh, at three years old, I, I was, it was about 1988 or 1987 when I got into Kiss. And then, you know, I kind of liked them growing up, but I really didn't become a super fan until the reunion tour when I heard that they were putting the makeup back on and they were coming back out. And it was going to be the Kiss that I had always read about because, you know, a lot of people say that Kiss wasn't as exciting without the makeup as they were with the makeup. And it's really true. There really wasn't that mystique or that magic there. So when I heard Kiss put the makeup back on, of course, I was immediately drawn to that. And I always have this one memory. I was watching The Simpsons on Fox, and they were giving away tickets for the Tiger Stadium show. And I, remember, I don't remember where Kiss was because I've never seen the clip since then. They were standing on top of something or they were somewhere and something was blowing up and Paul was holding the tickets, and they were giving these tickets away, and I was like, man, to be able to go to that. Um, I think they're on the great. roof of the Hard Rock in Vegas in that clip. I know what you're talking about. I, yeah, I've never seen it before. I've never seen that before, but since then, I've never seen it. Um, so I saw it there, and I was like, man, I really want to go. Um, lucky enough, I went with my mom to see Kiss New Year's Eve, 96, 97, at the Meadowlands, because I'm, I'm a New Jersey native. I was born and raised in New Jersey. So... Um, I went to see them that night, and it was just—it was just magic. I couldn't believe that I was seeing the band that I had basically worshipped for so long, or known about for so long. And there they were—Peter, Paul, Gene, and Ace—right there. Um, it was great, you know, to be 11 years old and having your mom take you to a Kiss concert was awesome. 
Well, you know, totally we'll, we'll send a shout out to your mom. She must be cool if she's taking you to the Kiss show. His mom is My great. Mom? I, I got to I got to meet her. She's she was really, she passed away, but she's uh, she was an awesome lady. I, I really liked your mom when I met her uh, when you did the Motley Crue uh, thing in Jersey. Yeah, that's yeah, when I met yeah. your mom. She was really sweet. And and the great thing about my mom too is that she would um, take me to the Kiss signings. Like when Gene was Gene was doing Tower Records signing, promoting his book, or when Paul and Gene were at the Virgin Megastore, she would take me to all these signings, and we would stay out there for like hours waiting to meet Kiss, and we're meeting all fans and having a great time. So it was cool. So I think I wouldn't have been as big of a Kiss fan if it wasn't for my mom. So. It was totally the opposite as of Jam in Detroit Rock City, where his mother hated Kiss. My mom encouraged me to like Kiss because it was such a positive release. You know, and I think that's that's another whole topic for a show is when those times where you wait in line for those autograph signings, sometimes yeah. three, four, five, six, seven, eight hours we're in line. You meet the coolest people, you know, because everybody, that, again, we're talking about tributes, but we're really talking about our love of Kiss and how it draws everybody together. And you'll be waiting in line sometimes for all that time with people. And it turns out they live down the street. You know, you never knew them, but now they're all Kiss fans and yeah. things like this. You know, you get people on the Facebook and, oh, hey, I was at that. And I was at that. Those kind of things are the greatest. And the fact that everybody can kind of connect on that. Um, well, let's yeah. take it. Let's take a second. Hold on the line. I'm going to play a track from Mr. Speed. This is your version of Deuce here in the Kiss Room on Mako Radio, where music and minds meet. Get your crown, I 
That's right. There's the world's best Kiss tribute band, Mr. Speed, rocking Deuce here in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio. Do it! Now, that sounded fantastic. Andrew, tell us, um, who are the rest of the people in Mr. Speed and which character they play? And I say character, well, you know, we mean Gene, Paul, Ace, and Peter. Yeah, yeah. Um, starting out with the newest member, we have Danny Ayala as Gene Simmons. Danny Ayala, he's, he's, he's a moonstruck, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> He's from Streetsboro, Ohio. All right. Uh, Joe Hess plays Ace Fraley. He's from North Royalton, Ohio. And Rich Kosak plays Paul Stanley. Uh, Rich actually started the band way back in 1994, and there's only one Mr. Speed worldwide. So there's like 17 Love Guns and 13 Detroit Rock Cities, but there's only one Mr. Speed. That's amazing. How'd that happen? <laughs> there's, there's, everybody's like, you know, not not on purpose, but there's like so many like, you know, love guns, like, you know, like he was just saying. And it, it, it's just amazing. Mr. Speed hasn't gone through that yet. Well, you know, we're, we'll put well, that out as a public service announcement. If you're starting a band, Google the name yeah, that you want. Do first. some research, people. Yeah, really? Like uh, if you if you use a name and then you start painting your denim jacket and then you realize there's 77 in that band, you know, rethink it. But uh, of course, your official website is MrSpeedOnline.com. If anybody wants to know where to find out, what kind of dates do you have coming up for the summer? Uh, we have a ton of dates coming up in the summer. We always play a ton of festivals and state fairs in the Ohio and surrounding areas in the summer. Uh, we play a lot of. You know, cool little bars or cool little theaters in the wintertime and fall time. But in the summer, we're almost exclusively outdoors playing a ton of big shows. So, uh, as you said, www.mrspeedonline.com is the way to see all of our shows. We're on Facebook. Um, you know, check us out there. We're on YouTube. And, you know, we're completely worldwide. So, if you need a Kiss Tree event at your show or you just want to hire us for something, we're always available. So send us an email get the website. Now, you're from New Jersey. When's the East Coast tour? You know, because I barely can get out of the house. I barely get out of the kiss room. But, you know, we'd love to see you down here. You know, it's funny because I've never actually played in New Jersey, even of all the other bands that I've been in. You know, I played one show with Kiss Nation, who's out of New York City. I used to be in uh, Kiss Alive, also out of New York City. I played a couple of shows at Parasite and so many many other bands. But I've never played New Jersey. Um, It's so odd to me. so who knows? Maybe maybe someone listening will say, "Well, hey, I have a room that I could book Mr. Speed in," or you know, I know somebody who knows somebody. So who knows? We I would love to come out there because I kind of want to show all the people that thought that I couldn't do it that hey, I've done it, and you know, I'm recognized worldwide as um, as one of the top contenders. Well, you know, it's Kiss Expo season. Everybody's talking again there about upcoming expos. I think Indy just announced a date. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Tato Rock's car is going to be at the Kiss Store. What was that date again? Kiss Store is uh, April 20th, and I'm sure uh, Ross and, and Peter are going to do the uh, expo probably later on in the year, probably towards fall. Now, we're not going to even speculate on the date because, uh, you know, that it, gets you in trouble. It changed like I changed my underwear <laughs> last year. So, Which, you know, yeah. you can sell them on eBay. But the uh, yeah. And, Chris, you have a date coming up. Well, speaking of April 20th, it's going to be a busy kiss day because after you're in Edison, New Jersey, you got to come down to Newcastle, Delaware. Because in Newcastle, Delaware, I'm going to be part of a kiss tribute lineup called I think we're calling it Kissing Time for this show. It's a benefit. And the lineup is going to be, speaking of Kiss Nation, it was uh, Carlos from Kiss Nation, uh, who, well, he's not in Kiss Nation anymore, but he found the Kiss Nation. Carlos is going to be in the lineup with me, 
Randy from Cold Gin, who we talked about too, and Bobby from Cold Gin. We're going to make up this lineup called Kiss and Time. It's part of a benefit for um, this kid named Shane. Um, needed money. Uh, he had some operations. He's actually, uh, there's a Van Halen tribute called The Skeleton Crew, Van Halen Nation, and their drummer, it's, I, I think it's his stepson, and it's a benefit for him. So it's a good cause. So April 20th, it's going to be a very busy day. It's at J.B. McGinnis in Newcastle, Delaware. So you start out in Edison, put your favorite Kiss character costume on. Eric you come Clark. down to Newcastle, Delaware, and we're rock and roll. Going to have a rock and roll party all night, people, for a good cause. Kissing time, April 20th, J.B. McGinnis. And, of course, I'll put all these dates up on the blog of thekissroom.com. If you check out the blog, I try and put all these fun things. So, Andrew, thanks for calling in. Is there anything else you wanted to share with us before we let you go? Um, I mean, I had, I had a couple of funny stories lined up if you, if you want to hear one of them. Well, you know what? What we'll do is go, right in, go into it right now. All right. Uh, Chris was talking about, you know, all these people you meet on the road and all these funny road stories. And uh, I always share the funniest road story that I ever experienced. I was actually in the band. Hotter than hell at the time, and uh, I'll say no more. About, I, I know where you're going with this one. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about this this story is, um, we all flew out of I think it was JFK Airport. So I drove from New Jersey to JFK Airport, flew from JFK Airport into Phoenix, Arizona, got a connecting flight, flew into Sacramento, California, then got in a car and drove to Reno, Nevada, where the show was. Wow. So you can you can imagine. <laughs> You can imagine my displeasure when I had to do an entire day of traveling when I could have just taken a flight from New Jersey to Reno, Nevada. So whenever whenever someone's like, oh, you don't understand about the travel, it's really hard, I always tell them this story because I'm like, you've never experienced travel until you've traveled with what used to be hotter than hell. So, so there's, there's, there's a, a good, funny, G-rated you know, Kiss tribute story because... I'm sure there are a lot of uh, other stories that you know we can't mention on this family-friendly program. Well, you see, you know, that's funny because we're broadcasting live on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. I can't even curse on here. So, like, there's some <laughs> podcasts you could get away with cursing. Every once in a while, somebody will start a story, especially when they're live here. And the stuff we talk about when the mics are off, yeah, some of it would get me in a lot of trouble. Well, speaking of, hot, speaking of Hotter Than Hell and traveling, I actually... When I played with Hotter Than Hell back in like 2000, I was on a Greyhound bus from Philly to Greensboro, North Carolina, and played that played the show the same night. Wow, that's that's crazy. All for rock and roll. Right? All, All for, for rock, rock, and roll. rock and roll. Absolutely All for love for rock and roll. <laughs> there you go. It sounds like a song. Oh wait, I think it is. I think it is. Okay, well, you know what? We need to actually clear off all our phone lines because we're going to give away some stuff. So, Andrew, thanks for calling in. We're going to link up on the thekissroom.com. We'll put some of your dates up there. Of course, mrspeedonline.com. We're going to play some more songs off music from the fact. Uh, again, we're, we're going through some tracks. Uh, let's pick a random track here. How about track number three off music from the fact six? This is Shandy777. And this is Love Gun on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet.
That's right, Kiss Army. You're back here in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio where music and minds meet. That sounded like Rob Halford jumped into that song at you the end what? there. Let's go! <laughs> the funny thing is, what you can't see is that the pyro was going off at the end, all those sparklers. Now we got to clean yeah. all that stuff up. It's smoky um, in here. So now what we're going to do now... We're going to clean the phone lines off, okay? Because we're going to give away some stuff right now. You're going to have to call in, okay? But now you got to wait because, see, I hear the phone ring. We just had to, we only have 17 lines, okay? I, I got to blow them all out, okay? <laughs> so now Eric Tato Rock's car brought some yeah. cool stuff. Tell us what it is you're going to give away. Well, the first thing that we're going to give away is, is actually a two-item thing. We're going to give away a uh, Eric Car DVD. And uh, we're going to give away also a set of my custom sticks that I had made by Hot Sticks. Uh, they're ETRC the Fox. It's a new line of merchandise that I came out with. We got T-shirts, we got drumsticks, we got pens, and blah, 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 blah. But this is for the DVD. And the- Okay, so get on the line right now. 215 215-619-7366. 215-619-7366. Seven three six six. We're going to wait for a caller. Now, we also, last month, when David Snowden was here from David Snowden Promotions, he gave us some really cool things to give away. We had a giveaway throughout the month, which if you go to the win page on thekissroom.com, you can enter for some cool stuff, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. But we have a winner of our originals poster. It's a proof from a lithograph. Chris, tell us who it is. Well, you know what we say when we have a winner. Winner, winner, chicken! Yeah. And this one goes out to John Wicker, the rock master. I know John Wicker. I've seen him on Facebook. Woo! John Wicker, the rock master. Bingham, St. Louis. You are the winner, winner, chicken dinner. So now, if you go to that win page, you're going to see uh, there's another contest coming up. Congratulations, John. We got a ton of entries for those posters, those proofs that David gave us. And again, thank you, David Snowden of David Snowden Promotions. It's a great-looking print, and that will be in the mail as soon as I can get to the post office. Congratulations, John. Anybody calling in, 215-619-7366. Let's take another track from music from the Fact 6. Let's go with, since we're talking Eric Carr, this is by Jay Jerns and Alan Tate. It's Little Caesar on Monco Radio in the Kiss Room, where music and minds meet. Um, let's, why don't we track, let's see, I'm Dave Tat on the board. Why don't I go with track 8? Because that's Little Caesar, and I probably told him seven, because that's the way I roll on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet.
Yes, that was Little Caesar from Music from the Fact 6. Like I said, if you go to musicfromthefact.com on Monday, you'll be able to download all these songs. That's a fantastic track. Little Caesar by Jay Jerns and Alan Tate. And we do have a winner on the line. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Who is this? This is Connie. Connie, congratulations. Connie, winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right. Eric Tyler rocks car. Tell us what she's won. She's won the Eric Carr DVD and a custom set of ETRC, The Fox, Me, Drumsticks. Look awesome. at that. Look at that. So, wow. Thank you. So tell us, is there any shout-out you want to give to your Kiss Army friends? Oh, my. Actually, I want to give a shout-out to Mr. Speed. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I'll tell you what, hold on the line because we're going to get all your info so we can send you that out. Why don't we go to another track from Music from the Fact? And what we'll do is we'll play number nine, which is Who Wants to Be Lonely by Dullard, okay? Whoever Dullard is. So why don't we hit that on the Kiss Room? Hello, music- George. Is there a Costas in Australia? Who wants to be lonely? Here we go in the Kiss Room where Marco Radio where music and minds meet.
Okay, we're back. I'm, you know, sorry with, uh, I got to apologize on cutting that song in half. It's kind of like a teaser then. You're going to download the full version from musicfromthefact.com. But we're running out of time. But on the line right now, we actually have David Scott King, who did one of the tracks on the album. Called right in. David, how are you? I'm doing great. Hey, Dave, how you doing? All right. I'm doing just fine, Chris. Woo! my favorite Paul. <laughs> All right. So now tell us, how did you choose Smoke to do the cover? And again, it's something that, you know, not very well known unless you're really kind of among like tape collectors, tape traders. That's something I don't think has ever been released really in any form other than, you know, traded back and forth. How did you pick that song? Uh, that was the exact reason why I picked it. Um, I've, I've been a pretty big uh, collector of unreleased and Kiss material for, for a number of years. And um uh, being a part of various tribute bands from all, all the way as far back as 92, uh, I just got, I, I just didn't need to hear like version 75 of Detroit Rock City or uh, what have you. So I wanted to take something that, that I wanted to test myself to see how well I really knew their style and, uh, and kind of push myself to see if I could actually finish something that they never even finished themselves. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I said it when I was talking with Cam earlier live when we started the show. That was really one of my favorite tracks. I mean, I also I have a, a lot of uh, collection of kind of bootlegs and stuff that's been passed around on tapes for years. And it's always fun to hear that kind of thing, especially the way you really fully realized the song brought the song to life in a way that I think even the demo that I have, I don't think has as many instruments on it as yours. So that was really good. Um, uh, well, the, the the version that I have is, is probably been passed around just like just like yours for generation upon generation. <laughs> so of course the quality isn't going to be that great. And uh, I, I, doing as much research as I possibly could, just trying to narrow down around what time it was recorded and what it was, which album it, it may have been included on. So I wanted to try and capture what what it would have sounded like if they had actually finished it around that period. Yeah, fantastic. You did a great job. So thanks for calling in. Um, we're going we're gonna to clear off the phone lines again because we're going to give away something else here. And Todd's going to tell us what it is. We're, uh, this time around, we're going to give away a unfinished Eric Carr CD that came out last year in tribute of him. And with this, you're going to get another set of custom sticks. These are very hot sticks from Hot Sticks. These are the ETRC flame sticks, so you're going to get those and the uh, Eric Carr Unfinished Business CD. Okay, so if you're listening, 215-619-7366. I posted the number on the Facebook page of the Kiss Room, but you got to write that down, 215-619-7366. We are running out of time. But here's another track from Music from the Fact 6 here on the Kiss Room on Monco Radio where music and minds meet.
fantastic. Look at that. You're wow. back in the kiss room now. We're rapidly running out of time. But we do have a winner on the phone right now. Who would that be? Metal Man! Woo! Now, Who's this Metal Man? I know that voice because that, of course, is Sean Rocks. Sean, we met you back in December when you called in to uh, win a prize from Lydia Chris. Now, tell our listeners out there about your show, The Mega Metal Shop. Well, you know, we just have a plethora of pound, and our mission is to pass faces in, and for 28 and a half years, that's what I've been doing. Fantastic. So you were the winner of those of the Eric Carr CD and a set of Eric TCR Hotel. Let, let me correct you on that there. You're getting tongue-tied. You're, you're having this Paul Stanley working on you. It's a ETRC the Fox Flame Drumsticks from Hot Sticks. So either you're gonna we, you're gonna play him or the aluminum boy. <laughs> Another winner, winner, chicken dinner. Woo! We're, we're yeah, getting, yeah. The big, the big St. Patty's Day party here, Matt, and uh, just a shout out from Butte, Montana. If you're in the neighborhood, it's the biggest, biggest bash this side of the Muskogee. So, uh, well, you know, I'll, I'll probably never make it to Butte, Montana, but I tune yeah. in every week to your show, which Muskogee. is fantastic. Um, Sean, thanks for calling in. Guess what? We are running out of time, so I'm going to let Thank you go. You from Montana. <laughs> oh, yeah! Now, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at my notes here. Send that across here. Okay, we're wrapping it up here because we're almost out of time. So I want to thank Chris Giordano, the star child. Thank you, everybody. We will see you soon. I want to thank Eric Tato, Rock's car. All right, we'll catch everybody soon. We want to thank Andrew Scambatti from Mr. Speed for calling in. And I want to thank Cameron Duty for calling in. Even though he was running between two jobs at the time, we were able to get him on live. It's tough sometimes we're doing this live, but we appreciate everybody who tunes in live and checks us out. We appreciate everybody who puts us on the download. Uh, we want to thank Dave. Dave Tat, our man at the board, he answered your calls and he mixed our show today. It's the Kiss Room. You can join us again in April. We're going to have the uh, Ace Freely birthday bash, which is going to be a blast. Uh, if you go to the yeah. win page on Monco Radio, no, if you go to the win page on thekissroom.com, we do have some prizes that we're going to give away. It's explained on there. Um, so we're going to wrap things up. Now, like I said, when I talked to Ken Mills, now Ken is my good pal, a good friend of Kiss, uh, Kiss podcasters everywhere. He is the podfather. And I said I wanted to have something that was like really a tribute to the podcast, which is really, I think, the, the podcast that really kind of started it all. If you're a podcast listener, you're going to know why I chose this track off Music from the Fact 6 to wrap up our show. Of course, this is Escape from the Island. I want to dedicate it to Ken Mills and Gal Gary Schaller from the podcast. It's all about KISS, friends. It's all about the tributes. It's all about our love for KISS. Thanks for joining us in the KISS room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. So it's got a low, let's see, it's got a slow intro. Dave, hit it. Okay, ready? Uh, we're going to bring it in. That was pretty close, pretty close. Are we rolling? See, because it fades up. See, I like to talk over, like hit the post. Matt said, hit it! Hit it! There we go.